Hello and welcome to Into His Word podcast. Today's episode or message is going to be regarding COVID-19. Yes, COVID-19. COVID-19. You got it. COVID-19. All right, so let's get into this and see what it has to say. Governor Gavin Newsom for the state of California put out the guidelines for religious services and volunteers and workplaces. And for those of you that are in the great golden state of California, you can find this at the website covid19.ca.gov. covid19.ca.gov. Gov. These are our guidelines on how we should live, uh, how we should stay safe. I must mention that uh, the governor is very, uh, uh, very serious in this area, just like Jesus was. Jesus was very serious about us being safe. That's why he himself came down here in the flesh to let us know that we can be safe and we can be saved and that we could live for him. So Gavin Newsom set forth the guidelines and the guidelines can be found at that website. So I have the PDF here, which I printed out. Now I'll just go over a little, little bit of it with you. Uh, for those of you who may not want to tune in uh, or download the PDF, he does have stay-at-home orders, which have been modified, uh, key prevention practices that include physical distancing at, to the maximum extent possible, use of face coverings by employees and volunteers, frequent hand washing and regular cleaning and disinfection, training employees and volunteers in these and other elements of COVID-19 prevention plan. Then he has the purpose, and this this guidance does not obligate places of worship to resume in-person activity. So although uh, he's opened it up so that the churches can get together, there's no obligation to meet in, in that fashion. You know, the way we used to walk in, shake everybody's hand, praise the Lord. Some of us might give a hug, praise God, let's pray. We're looking forward to good worship. Kiss on the cheek. Kiss on the cheek. So he does. We're not obligated to do that. And then he gives us the percentages, uh, places of worship. There must be a limit of attendance to 25% of the building capacity. But let's move on through this PDF here. Uh, he does outline the proper use of face coverings uh, on page Page six of the PDF, face coverings are surely rec- are strongly recommended when the staff are in the vicinity of other workers of others. Workers and volunteers should have face coverings available. So there we are. Face coverings is a big deal. Why do you think face coverings is a big deal? Because ap- according to the CDC, the uh, the, the spray from when we speak sometimes it goes into the air and lingers around. And uh, the particles, other people can inhale them. And if you're a carrier, because as we've learned, 
that you can be a carrier and don't even know you're a carrier, but you can be a carrier transmitting tra uh, that coronavirus to others. So we're not only we're protecting others from ourselves in case we're an unknown carrier. So face masks are pretty important. He has cleaning and disinfecting protocols outlined, which is on page seven of the PDF, uh, physical distance guideline. Uh, when choosing uh, cleaning chemicals, there's environmental uh, protection agency has approved certain types of chemicals or disinfectants that can be used that are labeled effective against emerging viral pathogens, diluted household bleach solutions. So you can't lose, use bleach, but they tell you how to dilute the bleach because, and only use water. Don't mix bleach with anything else. You have a problem on your hands. So it says here on page eight of uh, California guidelines to use five tablespoons uh, of bleach per gallon of water or alcohol solutions with at least 70% alcohol are appropriate for the surface. It goes on to talk about religious garments and linens, offerings, discontinue passing the offering plates and similar items that move between people, use alternative giving options such as secure drop boxes that do not require opening, closing, and can be cleaned and disinfected. Now, here's another option that I didn't think of, but in these modern times, and I know I was one of the first people to start uh, using a debit card. I should have thought of this, but they did. Consider implementing digital systems that allow congregants and visitors to make touch Free offerings. That's pretty good. Touch-free offerings. <clears throat> it's the same as like when you go to the store and I use my, my, my cell phone, which is a, um, an iPhone. I don't touch the equipment. I just scan. I just wave my phone over this, the scanner thing. and um, That's right. I've seen you do that. Yeah, yeah and it pays. Oh. Yeah, touch-free. Only thing you're touching is your phone. Right. <laughs> touch-free. Hey, that's safe. That way you just have your own germs and no one else's. Now, there's physical distancing guidelines on page 9. Places of worship should continue to provide services through alternative methods, such as via the Internet, live, or recorded streaming, telephone, drive-in, etc., whenever possible. So, so the, the, what I'm getting here, that the governor, he wants us to have church. He wants us to have service, but we need to maintain a safe distance and maintain safe practices. This is vital. This is important. If you're reading the news, and some of you are watching the news, but if you're reading the news, we can take a look and see what happened down in Georgia. They opened up. They started having church services, and now the hospitals are overrun, and they're full of people sick with the novel coronavirus. They're reporting that there's not any available hospital beds. Ah, you hear that? And they're reporting that there's not any available hospital beds, so they have to, oh, that's right, you told me. So they have to ship them out or they have to go to another state to try to get that care that they need. So let us not be uh, ignorant, as some people would be, uh, uh, but let us be aware, let us be sober, 
let us be vigilant in our efforts to be safe and secure because we want to make at the end of the day, as they say, at the end of the day, we want to be able to come home and be safe with our family and be safe at work, rest or play. By the way, since she's mentioned family, I am his wife. Oh, that's all you had to say? Yes. <laughs> I didn't introduce myself. Okay. That's my wife. All right. Doors. And now they're doing this. Uh, I, I've seen this practice. Doors Doors should be propped open during peak hours, and the congregants and visitors are entering and exiting the facilities, if possible, and in accordance with security and safety protocols. So there's uh, there's some other stuff here. There's, there's quite a bit of items here that can be researched and read but uh since this has to do with church i thought i would save uh mention some of this for you guys so thank you for tuning in to into his word podcast yes we are here in the golden state of california and we're covering this uh this california state just like a blanket i'll tell you so once again you can go and download your own copy or you can review it online at covid19.ca.gov. We're so glad that you came and that you took the time out of your day to listen to this podcast and come back frequently, listen all the time, and as I always say, listen, learn, and apply. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure.